Hello, everybody, and welcome to our podcast on Sukkot. Once upon a time, there was a Chinese farmer who lost a horse, ran away. And all the neighbors came around that evening and said, that's too bad. And he said, maybe. The next day, the horse came back and brought seven wild horses with it. And all the neighbors came around and said, why, that's great, isn't it? And he said, maybe. The next day, his son was attempting to tame one of these wild horses and was riding it. And the son was thrown off his horse and broke his leg. And all the neighbors came around in the evening and said, well, that's too bad, isn't it? And the farmer said, maybe. And the next day, the conscription officers came around looking for people for the army. And they rejected his son because he had a broken leg. And all the neighbors came around and said, isn't that wonderful? And he said, maybe. The whole process of nature and of the world we live in is really so complex that it really is impossible to tell whether anything that happens to us is good or bad. You never know what will be the consequences of misfortune, or for that matter, what will be the consequences of good fortune. And I think this mystery about what will happen to us in our lives is actually central to what Sukkot is all about. One of the most interesting rituals that we do on Sukkot is the ritual of Nisuch Hamayim. They would, once a year, on Sukkot, they would spill some of the water onto the Mizbeach and they would have some Hat Beta Sho'eva. It was a tremendous ceremony that would happen every year on Sukkot. And it's based in a, a Midrash that's actually so beautiful from creation. It says in Bereshit, Vayavdel ben Hamayim asher mitahad larakiyah, uben Hamayim asher me'al larakiyah vayichen. And God split the waters from above the firmament and below the firmament. And the Midrash says that the waters below the firmament said, God, this is so unfair. We want to be close to you. We want to have a relationship with you like the waters above the firmament. Why should we be so distant from you? And God said, if you obey my command and you remain where you're supposed to remain, and if you flow the way you're supposed to flow, then I'll give you a huge zechut. And that will be that once a year, you get to be spilled onto the Mizbeach on the holiday of Sukkot. And the message, I think, is really clear. The message is, be like water. Follow the flow of life. When you pour water out over dry land, it takes the path of least resistance. And eventually it finds a course. We as humans, we, we do the same thing, except we're often ashamed of this. We think when we hit a dead end or a blind alley, we think to ourselves, I've failed. That's it for me. I can't believe this didn't work out. Supposing the water at each place where a finger of water stretches out and doesn't go any further because the land is too high, the water would say to itself, I failed. What would we say about that water? We'd say that's neurotic water. Just wait and you'll find a way. You'll find the proper place to flow. We humans face this predicament that we seek to unlock our potentials, to get the most out of life, to become enlightened, and to truly know God in whatever form. And oftentimes we find that we are stuck, that we cannot achieve what we had set out to achieve. We did not get the job we wanted, the grade we wanted, the inspiration we were seeking. We find that God and life had other plans in store for us. This is the equivalent 
of what the land is telling the water. This is not the way to go. Try over here. Flow this way. Flow that way. So in the same way, life is telling you that you were headed in the wrong direction. And that's why it didn't work out. We are at our best when we stop telling life how to happen to us and start embracing life as it unfolds a path before us. Just look at us now. Last Sukkot, who could have ever imagined or predicted that we would be unable to pray in shul, eat with our grandparents and cousins, or go to work? And yet, we are still here. We're moving with the current of life instead of fighting against it. And instead of just surviving, we are thriving in the process. We're making outdoor minyanim. We're seeing our friends in a social distancing way. We're rolling with the punches. And the message of Sukkot and the message of this pandemic are a call to stop rowing against the flow of life and instead to build a sailboat to glide to our spiritual destinations. So the message is embrace the uncertainty of your existence as a human being. Leave your permanent dwelling on Sukkot and go reside in a temporary one. And of course, we know the famous mahlokit, the disagreement between Rabbi Eliezer and Rabbi Akiba, where they say, what does Sukkot mean? What does it mean that Israel slept in Sukkot when God took us out of Egypt and we were living in the Midbar? Says Rabbi Eliezer, it was Sukkot Mamash, literally just actual huts. And Rabbi Akiba famously says, it's, it was the Ananeha Kavod that surrounded us. And you know, I never really understood what Rabbi Akiva meant by this. But I think I get it now. What Rabbi Akiva was pointing to is that we found such a degree of faith in God. Like Yirmiyahu says, That we followed God into the desert, into the wilderness. Like a bridegroom follows her groom into life. It was that leap of faith, putting all our faith in life. We said, I don't know what tomorrow is going to bring. But I'm going to embrace the uncertainty of today. I'm going to open myself to the possibilities that God is opening for me. And because we opened ourselves in that way, we were enveloped in this divine proximity, in the Shekhinah, in the clouds of glory. So it's because we put our complete faith in God regarding our future that we came to merit this level of closeness, enveloped in God's presence. When we fully surrender to life, and like the proverbial Chinese farmer, when we let go of our notions of what should happen to us, we realize the endless possibilities and incredible potential that we all have and that life has. And the secret I'm going to let you in on of all of this is that the mystery of our fate and our future is really a microcosm of the mystery that lies at the heart of our very existence. Why is there something rather than nothing? Why am I here? What is the meaning of my life? When we hear the message of Sukkot loud and clear, when we step out of our dwellings of certainty and flow with the uncertain currents of life as the water flows in a stream, we can open ourselves not only to the mystery of our fate, but also to enlightenment on the grand scale, and we become enveloped in God's great glory. Thank you very much, and hug Sameach.